And you show me on a chicken where there's a piece of chicken that long, dark meat, all one piece of meat. It's not freaking chicken, Todd. And it's dark meat. It's freaking rat. But it's good. We're talking about a man, me, who's esteemed. <laughs> He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. That's far. Damn near every corner of the globe. Mr. Todd. Here we go. You know what you're getting yourself into, folks. This is me, T-O-Double-D, with co-host Johnny. Here we go. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Orner from the Toddcast, coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orner, I'll be your party host for this evening. And along with me today, from Parts Unknown, he's the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild, the raging redneck himself, the title holder to Castle Venice, under K, Mr. Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it never matters because he is ready. Johnny, welcome back, my friend. What's up, homie? It's about time. I welcomed you, I welcomed you back. I did the show and didn't even put it out. I'm going to welcome myself back. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I see the Atomic Drop Show just stopped in. Guys, we are on Facebook Live. If we can get this thing rolling, since we like to interact with the audience so much, this might be a thing here that happens more frequently than we did even on TikTok or whatever. So this could possibly be something that is, like I said, more frequent. So uh, stay tuned. We'll see how this goes. We need some interaction with people. we got to see what's going on. But uh, what's going on with you, bro? Long time. It's been a minute. Yes, it has. It has been a minute. Not a whole lot, you know. Yeah, not a ton. Yeah, last week when we talked, and uh, I didn't record last week, because the girls were getting ready to leave for uh, New York that night for four days, and I was like, man, I'm going to spend every minute I can with them. So As you should. That's why I didn't go last. Yeah. And, I, and, and let me tell you, last week's recording, that did not get put out because it didn't get recorded. Um I put you over to the moon about, like, you know what? Anytime he says he has something to do with his family, I'll never care because I respect the fact that he's family first. So I hope the girls had a good time. Did you get any stories? Did they bring you back a souvenir from New York? They did. Did they, they really? brought me back a couple. Yeah. Man, I got a nice must love American, American, American flag, uh, New York shirt. I got a Make America Great red hat again. Did you? And I got a yeah, and I got a Donald Trump bubblehead. That is now. Yep. Is is that your first MAGA hat? No. Have you had no. one before? I, I have another. I didn't have the red one. I always had the camouflage. Uh, I've had, got the Trump one. Right. 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 Yeah, I've had awesome. that one, but yeah, this is my first red and make America great again. And then they got me a bobblehead, a little bobblehead that's now glued to the dash to my Jimmy. You got a Donald, folks, I know you guys can't hear Johnny right now. It's something we're going to be working on, but Johnny just, Johnny just said that his family on the way back from New York brought him some souvenirs. They got him a t-shirt, they got him a MAGA hat, and they got him a Donald Trump bobblehead. <laughs> And it's glued to the dashboard of his vehicle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my co-host, Mr. Johnny Simo. (laughs) Yes, indeed. 
But they did, dude. They had a good time. They really did. Just like a mini vacay or something, or what? Yeah, they've been wanting to go. See, they went up two years ago to a concert. I remember and, that. Uh, yeah, and they've been wanting to go back ever since, just to go up and visit Times Square and do some shopping. They went to uh, the Freedom Tower, the 9-11 Memorial, Empire State Building, and the museum, uh, the zoo, and one other place. They just wanted to go up and hang out, so they did that for four days. I, uh, of course, they asked if I wanted to go, and I'm like, mm, nope, I'm good. <laughs> well, you know, I was I was there um, three no three months no two months I believe it was after 9/11, and we went oh. up we went up to the top of the Empire State Building, and dude, that whole scene where the towers were, like it was still smoking two months later. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. So, wow. but I've never been back to see the memorial though, so that's really cool that they got the. Yeah, they, you know, they said it was beautiful. The reflection pool. They said just it was just stunning. And then I think the museum is underground, underneath of that. Is it really? So they went through the whole. Yeah, they went through the museum underneath. It was. They said they loved it. Dreamer took. They posted a lot of pictures. Dreamer did. I haven't, dude. I'm telling yeah. you, so inactive on everything for the past few weeks. You know why? Because I don't have time. <laughs> I don't... <sighs> These past couple weeks have been the absolute craziest weeks of my life. Legitimately. Going to work at 5 in the morning. Sometimes not getting home till 8.30 at night. Oh, and doing it all over again the next day. Like, I'm... I'm nervous that I gotta go to work tomorrow. Because I'm probably going to oversleep. Because on recording <laughs> recording nights, as you know, sometimes I don't get to bed till one trying to do, you know, post-production. It's me, T-O-W-D. I'm the guy who does yep. this crap. And uh, yep. sometimes it'll keep me up till one. I'm telling you. But, so yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm so happy, though, that, like, hopefully that little, like, stretch of time, because... We had some important stuff going on at work that we had to take care of. Thankfully, that's now over as of uh, day before yesterday. So I'm ready to just relax, Simel. And one thing I like to oh, do, one thing I like to do when I relax is have a credential. How about that for a segue? Does anybody, anybody at all, have a credential with them right now? Since hunting season is coming upon us, you know I'm a whiskey guy, and uh, I got a little bird dog. This time, I got some bird oh, whiskey. Okay. Yeah, you picking up what I'm putting down. Click, click, boom. Yep. What you got with you today? You know what I got. I know what you got. Bush N.A. Bush N.A. That's it. Yep. Hey, the Bud, Budweiser Zero is actually pretty good, too. Really? Yeah, they have a Bud Zero. I've never had a Budweiser in my life. It's surprisingly, you know, it, it tastes like Budweiser. I have, I've drank Budweiser before, and it did, you know, it, it has that. Budweiser has a distinctive taste, and even the Bud Zero has that taste to it. That's the thing, man. I don't understand how how non-alcoholic beer, you, you put one in a cup and one in a cup, no labels, drink, tell me which one has the alcohol. You don't know. 
Well, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. It's I like think, some sort of I freaking you, voodoo, man. Yeah, you've had the NA. I know you've had you had that was when you were here in Virginia. Yeah. So I mean, I think people, you know, people who are, you know, like I will used to be, you know, drinking every day. I think they could pick it out. Well, probably those people can, but I don't know, man. Yeah. Like it even smells like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really does. But if we're talking about consumption of something at this point in time, but right before we hit record. Simon saw that I had a plate of some food, and he's like, dude, what are you eating now? Because apparently that's the like the new gimmick. It's, I don't have time to have dinner, man. And sometimes on Thursdays, I don't have time to have dinner before 9.30 at night. So, there's a, a very nice man uh, whom I never met. Uh, he, I doubt he's even real. His name's Uncle Chen. He has a Chinese restaurant in State College, Pennsylvania. And uh, decided to grab some uh, General Tso's. So, I'm down in Chinese while I'm doing this recording. Why? Because I'm a professional podcaster. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> favorite I Chinese, even, favorite I Chinese food? Mine? Yeah. I don't know. Do you not eat Chinese I don't Chinese know. Food? I have time. Oh, I love Chinese food. But I don't know what my favorite would be. Really? They have barbecue. They call it they they call it barbecue chicken on a stick, but that's rat, man. That's rat. <laughs> no, you can't you, chicken on a stick no, is not rat. No, no. Bullcrap! You can't you show me on a chicken where there's a piece of chicken that long, dark meat, all one piece of meat. It's not freaking chicken, Todd, <laughs> and it's dark meat. It's freaking rat. It's a chicken, but it's good. Guy. Chicken thighs don't get that long. Then you cut it, you stretch it, you pull it, you skewer it, you cook it, you eat it. It's rat. <laughs> Johnny is claiming that chicken on a stick in a Chinese restaurant is pure rat. Thoughts, <laughs> takers, audience, what's your favorite Chinese food? I'm kind of curious about this. And uh, Sir Justin Time from the Atomic Drop Show is saying, lies, you're not too busy. You're out playing golf with friends. Well, hey, I believe that. Though. I did see that picture. That was today. And let me tell you something. I'm going to give a shout out to some people. All right. And I did ask for permission if I could put their name out there. I didn't get a reply, so they took too long. So I'm still going to put their name out there. But uh, so I work at a hospital, right? And the real quote unquote gimmick job is uh, I work at a hospital and we were in a uh, in a golf tournament today our company was and i was a representative and um a man named brad anderson was a representative a man named lynn hagen was a representative and uh a lady named sarah lees was a representative and uh I, this is my fourth golf tournament with this company and uh I know you're not a golfer, Simon, but let me tell you something, dude. If you got cool people with you, if you got people that are just there to, you know, like it's free drinks so everybody's loose, you know what I mean? Like all the free drinks you want. Uh, and, uh, dude, we had such a free – this is the best tournament I've ever played in. Uh, hospitality was great. Shout out to Talk Trees. Um, 
Shout out to Top Trees Golf Resort in State College, Pennsylvania. Uh, much better, much better than the Mountain View Country Club. And if you listen to last week's, you'll understand what I mean. But, um, dude, I'm telling you what, so professional. And, dude, the food was freaking dynamite. Hospitality was dynamite. You get free stuff from all these different sponsors that are everywhere. Like free cigars all over the place, you know what I mean? From a local cigar den. Uh, shout Shout out to, um, I forget the freaking name, so it doesn't even matter. But uh, how about that? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyhow, it was just awesome. And it was a really good time. We we did not win. We were uh, three under par, which was good. And I'm telling you what, man, my buddy Lynn can pound that ball a mile. And uh, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm okay with saying I can pound that ball a mile, too. Collectively, me and Lynn, he's two years younger than me. In 18 holes, we each had over we we each had five drives over 300 yards. We were just pounding and pounding, and uh, this was like Sarah's first time golfing in like forever, right? It was the funniest thing in the world. She was a freaking trooper, man. She tried. She was like, "What club do we use? I don't know. How far do you hit this one? I don't know. Well, then just pick one. Who knows? You know? Like, there's no way to tell how far they go if you don't really hit them. But uh, I think it was. Hole number eight, she made the putt to, like, um, we let her go first on most of the putts, and uh, she stepped up, she freaking drained it, dude, she jumped up, she did like a 360 in the air, you know, like, it it was cool, man, she was like screaming, golf tournaments are cool, but man, I'm telling you what, they do those by the honor system, right? There's no, there's not like there's nobody at a green counting your shots. It's just okay, you know what? I had a bogey, plus one, boom. Or okay, you know what? I actually had an eagle, legit, minus two. But this course is a PGA rated course, okay? Which means it's pretty freaking tight. It's pretty freaking hard. The winning team had like minus nineteen. There's 18 holes in a golf course. You're birdieing every single hole and had an eagle? You kidding me? <laughs> On a PGA course, you put four pros together, they're not going to do that there. They might, but it would be pretty hard. So, I don't know. Golf tournaments are cool, but sometimes you just, if, if you're being honest, you ain't going to win. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. But, and they had, um, they had a long drive, which, man, I was inches inches away from winning that thing. Um, but they also had, like, some skills uh, competitions. And, uh, Brittany, hi, how are you? Thank you for joining. So they had a couple skills competitions, and there was a chipping one and a, a putting one. Now, this, this putting competition this afternoon was, like, a 15-foot putt with, like, a crazy bend in it, you know? And, um... Everybody gets to try. There were 170 golfers today. Like it was, it was immaculate. Well, I step up, I chip first, got kind of close, wasn't the best shot. Step up to the putt and I freaking drain it. So I'm like, bang, baby, heck yeah, what's my prize? They're like, well, you're not the only one that's made it. I'm like, come on. So uh, there's one other person who made it in front of me and the people after me, I have no idea. But um, enough people made it where. It's probably like three or four is what I'm going to guess. Um, they were like, well, maybe we'll do a putt off, you know, like one shot each close to the hole from like the other end, maybe. And uh, sure enough, I find out all they did was just draw names out of a hat. 
So that kind of sucked. I didn't. I was a qualifier, but I didn't win because I didn't draw my name out of the bucket. But, oh, jeez. But shout out to Brad Anderson. Shout out to Lynn Haken. Shout out to Sarah Lees. You guys were my favorite golf partners I've ever had. This was absolutely freaking awesome. So it was a good time today, John. Good. No, John, it sounds like you needed it. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Yes. Speaking of God. Man, I'm just, like, finding ways to, like, bring stuff up. How about that? Speaking of God, did you hear what uh, Hills Up Harris had to say? No. About people getting vaccinated? Oh, it's hard to tell. I probably have heard it. I need to find his quote because um, I think she was. I think she was trying to like make people, um, uh, I get like try to use the Bible and religion, um, in order to get people vaccinated. You didn't hear about this? Yes, I did. I don't know the quote either, but I did hear about that. Um, they're so ignorant. I know they really are. So, let me just read this to you, because I, I have it written in here. So, it's, she said, I, I, like, I can't believe this is a real thing. The act of getting vaccinated is the, very eff- is the very essence of what the Bible tells us when it says, love your neighbor. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I have to say to Heels Up Paris. Can you believe that? The act of getting... Uh, <sighs> Getting vaccinated is the act or whatever the heck she said of, of you know, love your neighbor from the Bible. Come on, yeah. man. You, really? And how, and how about those I AIDS? Think... How about those Dems? Those AIDS for Biden and for Pelosi who got vaccinated, hung out with Texas Democrats, and then they all get COVID. I'm telling you what. Yep. People try to talk to me every single day about trying to get vaccinated. I'm sorry. I ain't doing it. I'm not either. My mother chewed my ass out yesterday for it. Who did? My own mother. My mom. Really? My yeah. My mother actually called me. She told me to quit being a dumb redneck and go get the vaccination. <laughs> that is that is the God's honest truth. She said that to you. I said yes, yeah, she did. What'd you say? And I said, look, there's. I said, no, I'm not getting it. I said, there's been 14, uh, over 14,000 people that died from the vaccination related from getting the vaccine. People have died from the vaccine. It's on, almost 14,000. I think it was from, I, I looked it up. It was from December to July. It's like 13,415 or something like that. That's 2000 a month. And I, I, I told her that. I said, I'll take my chances with the 99 or the 98 point. Uh, 9% uh, survival rate from COVID. I said, I'll take my chances with that. Yeah, it's like it drops if you get it. <laughs> and she said, she goes, she goes, you just need to stop looking up, listening to things on Facebook. I said, no, Mom. I said, I actually looked it up. I said, this dumb redneck knows how to do his own research. <laughs> and then when I called her, you know, I always call my mom when I leave work. And uh, I called her this evening. You know, she was all nice. And, you know, well, what do you, you go home and get you some rest. I said, yeah, this... This dumb redneck is going to go home and get some rest. And <laughs> she just chuckled. <laughs> she called you a dumb redneck. Dumb redneck. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> yep. And the problem is, and I know my family probably don't listen to this to the show, but, but my, my mom knows I'm on Facebook. The only reason she knows anything about what's being said on Facebook is because my aunt Sue, she's on Facebook. 
And she's getting that information from her. So I was like, yeah, I almost said, but you need to stop listening to her. But I didn't. I mean, like when people on Facebook tell somebody else about what they saw someone else on Facebook, you know, like, and not friends or whatever. I mean, like family members. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I had I had another aunt that has since I had another aunt that has since been blocked from my Facebook. That it didn't matter what I did. She, my mom knew about it. She knew what I was eating that weekend. Like if I cooked on a smoker and posted a picture, right? My mom knew what I was cooking on the smoker because my one aunt. She, I mean, she told her everything. Did you ever ask her, like, like confront her? Why do you do this? Because I wanted, I swear to God, I want to do that to people all the time. Like, really? Like, yeah, no. Nah. You like couldn't I said, just we got ask into me it all- or something. Nah, we got into it one night on Facebook, and now, like I said, she has since been blocked. So, there's family reunion. And I don't ever, awkward. I won't go. If she's there. <laughs> Whoa! That's how strongly I. That's that's how bad it got. Yep. Wow. You don't you don't bring my wife and my daughter into your conversation. There you go. Disrespectfully. Yep. I, yep. I would do so, the same thing. Yep. So back to the whole. The, when you were talking about what Kamala Harris said, the reason I am on my seven-day ban, I told you because I spoke the truth. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Simo, the reason why he's not on here, he just announced he's banned from from Facebook for seven days and banned from being able to do any type of live for 60 days. Yeah. 60 days. Well, that, I checked it. I, I screenshot what it said, and I'll send it to you when we get off. I was banned for 60 days from going live. However, I think because I'm on a seven day ban period now, it won't let me go live. I haven't been, I think my 60 day restriction on live is off. Oh, okay. So we'll have to try, we'll try next week. When did the my ban seven days officially is up start? Next week. Tonight. Tonight. So it should end two hours ago. So it should end a week from yesterday. Yeah. No, a week from today. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, so hopefully next Thursday, if my ban is off, maybe we can try. Well, even if we don't do a Facebook Live, you and I are going to try it to see if I can go live. Yeah, because, dude, I'm telling you what, people would love it this way. You know, they'd finally be able to hear us both at the same time. And uh, (laughs) I don't know anybody who gets in trouble on social media more than you do. Okay, I don't I don't have to listen to the show to relay it, but this is what I posted, and it's the truth. This is the absolute truth, and it said, be, and it, and it, and it, when I got my ban notice, and it said because it could cause bodily harm, it could cause harm to other people. Right. How is a statement going to cause harm to other people? And this is what I posted. This is the meme I posted. It says, in six months... We've gone from the vax ending the pandemic to you can still get COVID even if you are vaxxed to you can pass COVID on to others even if you're vaxxed to you can still die of COVID even if vaxxed to the unvaxxed people are killing the vaxxed people. That's the freaking truth. That's, that's where we're at. It is the truth, but that's the problem. It's the truth. That's right. That's the problem. It is the truth. And... They won't, they, they can't handle it. I'll, when I'm off my seven day ban after we try this live thing, I'm going to type that out because evidently this meme 
wherever it came from, has been flagged. So I'm just going to go in and type it out myself. And I think probably the word killing is what is what got it flagged. So I'll I'll switch it up. Yeah, I know, but you know, like, I, 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 could that possibly be it though? You know, because if I, for instance, let, let's just say the golf course today. If I wrote, "Hey, we killed it today," like, would that get banned? Just for the verbiage I, like see, that? I don't know. I, I I think I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, so anyway, you asked a question about what everybody's favorite Chinese food. What's yours? Since I just saw you take a big bite. I took the last <laughs> big bite. It's freaking. Just so you know. My favorite. So what's yours? I'm a big fan of, uh, I'm a General So's kind of guy. You know, the general, yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah. He'll take care of you. He'll make sure you're flavorful. You know what I mean? He doesn't disappoint. <laughs> but let me tell you, so many of these freaking Chinese places around, I'm about ready to jump on one of them. What they freaking do, listen, you're a guy, you're a carnivore, you like meat, you like get protein, right? If I'm biting into a piece of freaking chicken, I don't want to have to go through three quarters of an inch of breading and just garbage. I need thin light coat. Give me a little crunch if possible. If not, okay, we'll deal with it. As long as I got, you know, thin layer, then bam, give me the honey hole. You know what I mean? I just want the freaking meat. But some of these Chinese places around here, man, I'm telling you what. You bite in and you just like sink and then it's like, oh, there it is. You know, I I, yeah. I want to know from the get-go that I got some cheek on. Is it like I that down it. there too? Is that like a thing, or is this just like lazy Chinese food makers? No, it's it's like that in some places. Is that word? Yeah, I I want to say I can't remember. I think it's bourbon, oh. bourbon glazed chicken. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's mm. probably my favorite. Mm, that's good. You don't eat general. There's chicken. a place. Have I ever eaten it? Do you like it? Eaten Do you it? eat it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a place in Waynesboro. That it's called Ming Garden, and it's a buffet. And they had just about everything under the sun. Yeah. And yeah. I used to eat there every week. And bourbon, the bourbon chicken, General Tso's chicken, and uh, the rat on a stick, they were <laughs> always my favorite. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're not. Chicken on a stick is not rats. Literally, uh, show me a piece. Show me a piece of brown meat on a chicken that is that long. I'm telling you, they, no, listen. They take the. They take. The, I'm telling you, listen. I'm Native American. I know how Chinese people make their food. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's is that kind. Of, is that kind of like going to a pizza shop and the Mexicans are making the pizza? Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's, it's got to be chicken Yeah, and please, anybody, don't take that the wrong yeah, way. Listen, I love pizza. I don't care who makes it. No, you know what? No, I'm cutting you off. I haven't, cut, I haven't cut you off on my show in a long time, and I'm doing it right now. Let me tell you something. What you just said, I'm, I'm, you know what? I, that's not exactly like you. So, uh, <laughs> listen, uh, listen we, you know what? we don't want it to be offensive. No. You know what? This is Todd Ornif on a Toddcast. We've never worried about if we offend people. You know why? Because we speak what we believe. 
I want the one thing I can't stand in this freaking world nowadays is the fact that you always got to watch if you hurt someone's feelings for what they say. Clearly, I know that no Native Americans understand 100% to a T how Chinese food is like. They're not, you know what I mean? It's Chinese food. It's not Native American cuisine. There's a difference there. I'll never understand French cuisine. Even if I go over there and study it, there's like a little, it's just not the same. But we're not going to apologize, Simon. Like you say, we might have. We, we, this wasn't offensive. Well, no, no. And I, did, I didn't mean in a bad way because one of the best pizza restaurants around here, I know them personally, and yeah, they make some good damn pizza. Good Mexican pizza, probably. <laughs> yeah, their Mexican pizza is good. How's their Italian? It, it's actually good too. All right, well, you know, it's the gimmick stuff. It's not the real stuff. <laughs> Speaking of pizza. Man, we ain't got we segues just, left and right tonight. How do we get yes, we do. Speaking of pizza. But we're going right back to the, to, to Dreamer and them being in New York this past weekend. They did. Dreamer went on the, or on their way home. She texted me and she goes, I want to get some good pizza tonight. I said, what do you mean good pizza? I said, what do you mean? No, no, this is on our way home. They're, they're, you know, Two hours from being home. I'd like, and we've got, we've got a couple places here locally that have great New York style Italian pizza, Brothers Pizza and Little Maria's, which is our favorite. But Brothers Pizza up here on the hill is close. And she goes, I just want good pizza tonight. Is that okay? And I went, and I texted her back. I said, you're coming from New York. Did you not get pizza while you were in New York? And she said, no, we didn't eat pizza. I said, that's a wasted trip. No. How can you go to New York and not get pizza? It's 99 cents on any corner in New York. I told her, I said, that's a wasted trip. I told her, I said, turn around and go back right now and get a piece of pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't believe it, Todd. That's the only disappointing thing I heard about that trip. Well, yeah, of course. That's ridiculous. Let me tell you something, man. Literally, like... Did they go to Times Square? Yes. Literally they, every they corner. Literally, they walked out of their hotel room. When they walked out onto the sidewalk, they could see the uh, 2021 ball up on the building. Oh, they had a good spot. They had a really good they spot. They had a really good spot. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Was, uh, not so much... Like, on the main streets. But, like, dude, every little freaking whatever, every intersection, 99 cents every corner, you can get a slice of pizza in New York and say you had New York-style pizza. Legit. But I'm here's, disappointed here's the thing. in your girls. I, I was, too. I was hoping that you'd at least go to a restaurant somewhere and get it. Now, here, now here's the thing. They've got a, they got a smoothie from a street vendor. And they got some other kind of food. I can't remember what it was. It may have been a funnel cake or something. But they said it tasted so much like weed. What? It, I, weed. What, are you, what are you talking about? And I'm talking about marijuana. No. It, yes. No. It was, she said, yes, yeah, she said it was so bad when you walked out there that that's all you smelled was marijuana. I mean, there, you could see them rolling it on the sidewalk and just lighting it up. Right what? there on the sidewalk. They have weed vans. They have weed vans on the street up there. In New York City? Yes. Yes, sir. 
Not a chance. Yes, sir. I, like, I I'll understand. send you a picture of the weed, man. Dude, I understand like how like the world is right now when it comes to like drugs and stuff, but there is not a freaking chance that they have like absolutely. So they have food trucks, but like for weed. Yes, sir. What? I'll send you a picture of it. Yes, sir. No. Yep. I can't. Yes, indeed. I can't accept that. And Dreamer, Dreamer said it didn't even, you know, we've been around weed before. She's never, Dreamer's never done a drug in her life. Hey, right now, here. But, she, yep, I know, I know, I know. Proud of you. Thank you. And, and, but we've been around it. You know, she's been around it. She knows what it smells like. And she said it didn't even smell like good weed. She goes, it smelled like skunk weed. Don't, wait, doesn't <laughs> it all smell like that? Cause let me tell no. you, I, cause let me tell you, I lived in Baltimore, dude. All right, I worked in casinos in Baltimore. Let me tell you, I know what it smells like. I had to ask it first. Like, what is that? <laughs> but uh, like every time, I'm, it's all skunky, isn't it? No, it's a different. No, when you got the good stuff, it's not skunky. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta get that high dollar dope. Is that what it is? You, you get you you can tell. I mean, you you can tell by the smell. Yeah. Really? Now, I, you know, long, long. Now, we're talking 26, 27 years ago. That was every day for me. And it was, yeah, it was good stuff. Really? Yeah. You could, oh, yeah, I could, I could pick the smell out just like that. And it's like, I smell weed. Ah, I smell good. Ooh, that smells good. <laughs> ah. Yes, you can tell the difference. People Absolutely. Can really, really do that. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. You know, from being a uh, a wrestling fan in the 1980s, you know, um, like that's when like all my heroes were, you know, doing their thing and then, uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, one of my favorite guys, Buddy Landell, he was talking about, you know, he was he feel he was on a car ride one time and he was talking about doing a, doing an eight ball and he said uh, it, he was. You know, he he had that Peruvian cocaine, and he says not that re-rock stuff. Like, how, like there's a difference, you know? What I mean? Like he he got the Peruvian, he got the good stuff because he was, you know, freaking rich. And then all of a sudden he's like, not the re-rock stuff, got the Peruvian. Like, come on, what do you the mean? Re- how, how do you the, know? Because the re-rock's cut with baking soda. Oh, I I, I read about it. Wait, okay, hold on, this is actually a big thing, because being like an 80s wrestling fan, like, I I joke about that all the time, but uh, if you legitimately have knowledge on this, I need you to, like, spill, because I never never understood what that meant. Not that kind of knowledge. No, I don't have that kind of knowledge. Well, I know, but I mean, just like, what did you read? Like, how do you know, and like, what's that even mean, cut it with baking soda? What's that even mean? Well, what he's talking about, pure, it's, I mean, it's off the brick. Yeah, so it's pure cocaine, probably. People, dealers, dealers will, you know, get a brick. Well, they'll chop a chunk off of it and they'll cut it, you know, 80 20 with baking soda just so they're not giving all their cocaine away. No. You know what I mean? That way they can make it last long. Yeah, I've read about it. Really? They do that? I, yeah. Is that why they taste it? Yeah. Like in the movies? Yeah. 
I guess. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm not that knowledgeable. Why am I asking you all these cocaine I, questions? You don't do cocaine. No, he doesn't do cocaine. That, I mean, no, I don't do cocaine. I, when I was 20 years old, I did it. And I heard it's pretty I, that was it. But I hear it's pretty wild. Yeah. It'll it keep you up for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> You know what it fell. You know what? I I hit a second wind like every day this freaking week, man, or a week and a half. Maybe somebody slipped me some because I was I was awake and had a hard time falling asleep, and it ticked me off. But I always wonder what that. I always I always wonder what that meant. That it's really interesting that they do that. That's that's my opinion on what he meant. I, like I said, I am no expert, but I do know that that's what they do. So that's that's my take on what he meant by that. Right, for sure. Yeah, they have my, we're gonna have our listeners thinking I'm a damn druggie. No, yeah, he's I'm not. not. He's not. I, I haven't. I, I haven't touched any illegal drugs in 24, 25 years. So no. <laughs> See, 24, uh, 24, 25 years. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? Okay, what's today's date? The twenty. Uh, the twenty second. I think so. We're almost, folks, four months to Christmas. Can you believe that? It's crazy. Four months. So do you ever just, um, do you ever have like a certain time period throughout the year where like you use that to measure off of, you know, like I, I, Christmas with me is like my thing. I always say like, um, so I'm 34 years young. I graduated, um, 16 years ago from high school and every, like if, if anybody ever says, you know, how long have you been out of school? Six, 16 years. Like we've had Christmas 16 times since I graduated, you know, like that's how I measure length of time is by how many times we've had Christmas. <laughs> Does anybody else do that's anything funny. like that? I, I, I highly doubt it, but that's just like that's just me. It's really weird. But no, I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Even, I don't think about Christmas until the day probably before, two weeks like my before dad. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely do my shopping on Christmas Eve a lot. Is that a guy thing? I'll, yeah. I think so. it definitely is for me. And every year I say I'm not going to do it again, but I do it every year. That's because that's another guy thing. Yeah. So yeah. I've thought about this before, but somehow my dad always pulled it off. Like if I wanted something for Christmas, you know, like he, he and my parents both were freaking awesome with my birthday being three days before Christmas. But he's known for going the day before, like starting most of the time the day before and somehow some way with everybody you know shopping and like with kids kids at some point like they like they want the hot thing that year somehow he always ended up with what i wanted like four hours before i'm ready to wake up you know what i mean i don't know know how he did it i could I i couldn't pull it off yeah that's funny that's good yeah it never failed came through every time I'm sorry, but that's talent. I know. <laughs> you tell you tell your dad I said that too. That's talent. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, 
don't know. You got anything could else you, you want to talk about, Mr. Simo? Could you uh, back on that same subject? Could you imagine trying to do that in this day and time, like when the new Xbox or whatever it was that came out this year, and people were standing in line for it? Could you imagine trying to do that this day and age well, on something you. like that? Let me tell you, to a fault, I'm sure. Um, I was an active kid, you know, like I was always outside, you know, with, you know, um, you know, like my house where I grew up, we had a pretty big side yard and there was a whole boatload of kids in my development and like every, like central station hangout was like in my side yard for, um, you know, play wiffle ball, play football, all that stuff or whatever. So my son, when he wants, like when, when he wants something or whatever, and, uh, I always think like, I always think like, I, it's not that I dislike toys. I understand that they can be good, but son of a gun, man. Like I, the last thing in the world I hate, I hate arguing about, like the thing I hate arguing the most about is what I should say is toys. If my son doesn't want to pick up his stuff or my daughter doesn't pick up his, I don't care. I'll chuck it. You know why? Cause it's a toy. You could be doing something else. You know, like I literally, do you, do you, do you need this to live now? So, you know what? I don't care. Pick it up or it's gone. I could care less. Cause I don't like toys. And I'm not a, gr- I'm not a Grinch. I'm not a grump, but I just refuse to fight about freaking toys. I was just getting ready to call you the Grinch. I know you are. I know you, man. I know. But I'm telling you, I just, I don't. I don't know. I refuse to argue about children's toys. But for some reason, every weekend, guess who does? Me. And it sucks. I get I get that with my hats. Drama keeps threatening me to throw all my hats away. Yeah, I have a hat now. rack. Yeah, I have a hat rack on our back porch where the laundry room is. And right. I mean, I, I don't know how many hats I got. She said, that's got to go somewhere. She goes, those hats have got to go. She goes, I'm going to start throwing them out. I said, you start throwing my hats out, I'm going to start throwing your purses out. <laughs> every man every man needs a solid hat collection. I'm a very, very big believer in that. Yes. Every man I, needs I'm, a solid I, hat collection. I like my hats to a fault. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say it's getting a little thinsky up there, but, dude, it's getting thinsky up there. So I need to I, – I, like I like to have a lid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a receding hairline. It just keeps receding. I can't seem to stop it. Do you remember? Do you remember when it was like right here? I do. <laughs> yep. I had some luscious locks yep. when I was younger, man. I had really nice hair. I did too. Freshly I rocked medicine. a mullet my senior year. I did. I rocked a mullet my senior year, buddy. <laughs> You're saying you rocked a, you rocked a mullet like. Like with pride, like you're happy about it. <laughs> oh, I was happy back then about it. <laughs> I had my Camaro crash helmet. But, but it, but it all curled right here in the back of my head. If you pulled it down, it would. I mean, it would come six inches down my back. No, but it way. all just. Yes, sir. It would just all poof up back here in the back. But my hair is just curly as hell. That's what we call the beautiful Bobby Eaton. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, of course I know who Bobby Eaton is. Yeah. Well, there's. there's yes, indeed. The greatest mullet in the late eighties. So uh, there you go. We're gonna your new name is gonna your new name on the show is gonna be Beautiful Bobby. Beautiful Bobby. <laughs> Beautiful Johnny. That's right. Actually, you know what? Shout out to uh, 
Oh, no, he's locked up. There it is. Shout out to Bob Eaton. Uh, I actually just read he's in uh, really, really uh, bad shape. And uh, he just lost his wife of like, oh, of like 32 years. So, but yeah, yeah, that's, of course I know who Bobby Eaton is. Well, you had the beautiful Bobby, and you're proud of yeah. it. I like that. <laughs> that's good. I'm not going to say there's yeah, a photo yeah. floating around of me when I was like three years old posing for a picture at Olin Mills with the same exact thing with rolled up sleeves like I had some guns, by the way. Miss Lori, I hope you listen to this. I need that picture. Ah, <laughs> now you know. I need that. I need that. We're friends on Facebook. Miss Lori, I need that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know she has it. <laughs> uh, my mom would not yeah. dare send you that photo. God, I, God, I hope she listens to this show. Well, that's all right. She's watching now, so I hope she sends it to me. <laughs> uh, I dare you. <laughs> She'll send you so much worse if you ask her. <laughs> I'm the good. I'm the good child, though. Man, my sister's really good too, but I'm not. Uh, that's good shit. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I'm telling you, I dude, your face is, dude, your face is red as hell. Because <laughs> I don't want to admit that I had a mullet when I was four. I had to... Wait. What? I've seen that picture. No, you did it. I have seen that picture. Yes, I have. She has posted that before. No. Yes, sir. You wait. I will find. I'm going to go creep her Facebook page. It is on her Facebook. That I pic- promise no, you, I've not. seen that There is. <laughs> He's looking for evidence. I'm telling you right now. Oh, my God. Hold on. I, I got I to get out of all this crap. Oh, Jesus. Johnny Simon is currently actively looking. For the photo of me at four years old with a button up, green button up, by the way, sexy shoes, pant legs rolled up just there to show that ankle, and uh, you know, some rolled up sleeves, posing for a picture, oh. laying on the side, one arm on the knee. Oh, keep talking, Lord, please let me find this picture. I'm telling you, you've never seen it. I promise you, I've seen it. There's I promise you, not I've a chance it. you have seen it. Oh my gosh! Please let me find it. Keep talking. Oh, oh, there's what? There's a studly one right there. Though. What do we got? What are you? Where? Pull that back. Oh, Did look at the it? chin strap. Look at that. I was 17. Look at that strapping young fella. I'm getting closer. No, you're not. It's not on there. I'm telling you, it's on here. Oh, you. it's not there. Huh? Hold on. Are your eyes getting worse? Your chin's up higher than normal Dang. when you're trying to look at something. <clears throat> Are those bifocals? It's good, man, my eyes, man. No, they're not, but I need them bad. I, I've never seen you go. I've always seen you like this. Now, all of a sudden, you're like this. Yeah, Grim and them make fun of me. <laughs> That's they make, they, they, within the past three weeks since I got these new glasses, they're like, Dad, why are you looking at your phone like that? I was like, because I have to hold it way out here to see it. But it's awkward to hold your phone out that far. Yeah. But if I pull it right here, I can't see it. Yeah. Well, you can't see me. But if I hold it here, I can't see it. 
Really? But I stretched my arm all the way out. I can see it clear. You know, I've always heard that, but I can't imagine someone not being able to go like, you know, just like right here and read. And you got to go like this. There's not a chance. Like, I, I find it so hard to believe that people actually have to do that. Yep, well, you're looking at him. Simo. Did you ever find a picture? Dude, I didn't find it, but I swear to you, as I'm talking to you, I have seen, I know what picture you're talking about. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I know exactly which one you're talking about, because I have seen it, I promise you. Uh, looks like a, like a young Patrick Swayze, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, like I said, dude, I know exactly which one. It was when you when you started describing it to me, because it even says I, when Old you Mills. said Ola Mills, because I remember seeing the Ola Mills uh, watermark on the picture. Ola Mills, nineteen ninety one. I have seen that freaking picture, dude. I promise you, I have. I'm gonna message your mother here and just no, when we not. get off. No, you won't. You watch me. <laughs> you watch me. Son of a gun. You. You watch me and see if I know. <sighs> I'll do it right now while we're on air. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I gotta cut this off before it gets worse. Where can they find you on social media, Johnny Simo? <laughs> Johnny Simonetti on uh, Wait, they can't Facebook find you and, anywhere. <laughs> they can find me. They they can find me. I just can't do anything. Johnny Simonetti on Facebook. Johnny Simo tattooed in the wild on Instagram. Don't look for him on Facebook because he can't do nothing. So it's just a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to email the show on the talkcast at gmail.com. If you are listening to this, make sure you head on over to Facebook. Join our lives when we do the show. And uh, make sure you like the page. We're trying to really bump that thing up, and it's going pretty good. So on the talkcast on Instagram. And... Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll discuss the TikTok thing more in depth next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Todd Order. Out. Peace. We're talking about a man, me, who's esteemed. <laughs> He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. That's far. Damn near every corner of the globe. Mr. Todd Order. Here we go. You know what you're getting yourself into, folks. This is me, T-O-Double-D, with co-host Johnny. Here we go.